Faith without works is dead. Faith without works, yeah. Like yeah. my commitment is is faith, and mm-hmm. my discipline is my works. Right. And so I show my faith by my works. Right. I show my commitment by my discipline. Hey, everybody. This is Susie. And Cosmo from soulanchoring.com. You're listening to the I Feel Loved When podcast. The show for people who interact with people. We're your go-to podcast for navigating God-honoring relationships, whether single, dating, engaged, or married. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And now, here's today's show. Hey, Susie, what do you got for us today? Hey, Cosmo. I thought we should do another Instagram reel. That was really fun last time. Yeah, let's get real. (laughs) Since we like doing it, we kind of like hashing through. And since you always send me like approximately a bazillion reels a day. One bazillion a day. I thought we should start talking about them with other people. So the pressure's not all on me. So this is the one out of one billion that she watched. That's right. That's right. Okay, so this one is about discipline. And the guy's name is William Scott, but his Instagram handle is William S-C-X-T-T. So if you're looking for him, he's a super muscly guy named William Scott. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. So here is his, um, here it is. Everyone says discipline is so important, but they never want to tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's the strongest form of self-love. It's ignoring something you want right now for something better later on. Discipline reveals the commitment you have to your dreams, especially on the days that you don't want to. The future you is depending on the current you to keep the promises that you made to yourself yesterday. That's today's words of wisdom. Why don't you watch that again? Okay, so at the beginning there, he's getting into an ice bath. An ice bath. That's why there's the funny, like, water sloshing in him. The little swishy. (laughs) Yeah. He has a pretty straightforward approach to talking about discipline, which I think is pretty cool. But, um, Cosmo, what do you think? You have opinions. I do have some opinions. (laughs) You have a lot of opinions. I've got so many opinions. So it's interesting watching him because what he is doing is getting into an ice bath and from all the studies, we know that doing an ice bath uh, really helps with uh, the the human system, right? So it it does all sorts of stuff. And I want to get into the, the biology of it, but it's kind of cool. So what he's saying is by getting into this ice bath every day, he is doing something for his future self. Mm-hmm. And his the, the words that he chooses here are really interesting. He says it's the strongest form of self-love. So discipline is the strongest form of self-love. I don't know if that's absolutely true, but I like the statement in itself <laughs> being that it is a strong form, at least, of I, self-love. Yeah, I like it simply because people talk a lot about self-care, and a lot of times they're meaning, like, I don't know, going to a spa or taking a hot bath or you know, laying around and reading. And I think that sometimes self-love and self-care is actually exhibited by taking care of yourself in terms of your responsibilities and doing the things that you've committed to do. So there are days when I'll I'll have time and I'll do self-care of getting my laundry done, <laughs> of cleaning my bathroom, these things that are going to make my future self happy. Right. So I can get on board with his with his, I don't know if it's the strongest form of self-love, but but I I like the sentiment. Right. And I would say too that whenever we're talking about self-love here, Self-love oftentimes is sacrificial, and it's not always 
for him, he's talking about you're sacrificing for your future self or your future dreams. Mm -hmm. But in this case, I would say that when we talk about discipline from a Christian standpoint, that discipline oftentimes is to love one another. This greatest commandment, right? This the the second commandment: love the Lord your God with all your your mind, soul, strength. And second to that is love your neighbor as yourself. And so when we talk about self-love, we're also talking about loving others. Because if you are disciplining yourself, then the things that you do will benefit other people. So for me, if I am disciplining myself to exercise, to eat right, Yes, it may help my body, but it also helps me have a better relationship with my wife and with my friends. Why? Because I've got more energy. I have more ability to go out and serve. I've got more ability to to do the things that God calls me to do. If, if I am not self-regulating, if I'm not having this disciplined mindset, then I will, I will actually start losing sight of what is possible to help other people. And really what we start doing is doing the opposite of discipline, which is more of what Susie was talking about, which is self-care, which is I want to make myself feel better. And for just the purpose of making myself feel better and not for the purpose of me feeling better is for God and for other people around me in as much as it also will benefit me. So you're saying that... Discipline is important because it disciplines you to sacrifice your wants and desires for others. Right. Because as you exercise discipline in certain areas, it's actually going to benefit you in your relationships and in your interactions with others. Right. Is that kind of what you're getting at from, right. from this? Okay. Right. And the way that I kind of see it is the, the sacrifice or the discipline of the cross brings forward the glory of the, the resurrection. There, there's something bigger that happens later on. And so I do like his comment and his, his mindset that if you do something today, how will that affect you in the future? Yeah. And discipline is to say, I will take what is, what is difficult today so that tomorrow would be a better day, a brighter day, a more fulfilled day, a more purposeful day. And therefore, in doing the discipline, you're actually pulling all those things into now that you're expecting in the future. So hope is really actually holding on to those future things today. Mm-hmm. I'm believing them for tomorrow, today. So I can still have that in the midst of discipline. I can still have the joy. I can still have the hope. I can still have all these wonderful things like purpose and mission. I can have them today because I'm looking for it. This is vision. And so God constantly talks about casting vision, looking forward, looking to the future. And what does that take? It takes disciplining yourself today in order to achieve or find or be in a place where that is realized in the future. And I think in relationships, kind of like what you've said, if I can discipline my tongue, if mm. I can speak words of kindness instead of criticism and harshness, if I can discipline myself to do that, it's going to benefit our relationship in the future. Correct. If I can hold hold back when I'm feeling... We talked about being triggered mm-hmm. in our last episode. But if I can hold back from feeling those things and choose instead to exercise discipline with the way that I interact with you, then it's going to build our relationship um, 
it's going to build our relationship. Right. And I think that uh, you, you made a made a statement of saying maybe hold back the feelings. It may be that you are experiencing those feelings. And I think what you mean is by holding it back, I'm just not letting them deluge into the future, but rather I'm holding them in a difficult place. Um, well, I'm recognizing them to be a reaction as opposed to a response. Right. So how can I direct hold it. on to them and recognize yeah. what they are and then, yes, direct them and respond to you in an appropriate way as opposed to just what I'm feeling? Here, let me just let me just barf my feelings on you, but rather let me actually analyze what I'm thinking and feeling so that I can express it to you in a helpful way. In a loving way, in mm-hmm. a I feel loved when way. Mm-hmm. So we're actually responding in the spirit. And so I think that this is a really interesting thing is – if we're looking at discipline from the standpoint of sometimes we have to do hard things. Yeah. And we have a lovely couple that we know and their family motto is we do hard things. Not we can do hard things, but we do hard things. Right. Not we will in the future. <laughs> right. But we do. We'd like to. No, we do. We do hard things. And a lot of what we um, espouse in soul anchoring is that the best way to have your soul anchored is to do those hard things with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we want to do those with each other. We want to do them in community. We want to do them in our close relationships. And that takes discipline because you're not just flailing around. You're not just telling everybody on the street about your problems. You actually are disciplining yourself. You're, you're engaging those feelings and then, help, then allowing God to help you direct those in uh, a form of love and a form of generosity, a form of of honesty. So you can actually choose to do those things if you discipline yourself first. Mm-hmm. If you if you have no discipline, then like Susie said, everything just erupts out of you. Yeah. And it just, it's toxic. It hurts people. And eventually it'll hurt yourself because you hurt all your relationships. You got nothing left. Well, I think it's important to, to acknowledge that you have feelings about a thing, but not let those feelings overrun how you treat people and how you interact with them. Right. So Cosmo, he made the statement, discipline reveals the commitment you have to your dreams. Mm. What do you think about that? I, I think that extra keyword there of commitment is really interesting when you think about it in terms of discipline. Because why would you discipline yourself if you're not committed first? You, you really have to first think, why do I want to do this and create a, uh, create a commitment? Mm. So if we're talking about a marriage relationship, then you create a covenant, you create a commitment but it's based off of things that you believe. Why Why do you want to make a commitment? Because you see the future. Again, it's vision casting. So I make a commitment today for the things that will happen in the future. And we have everything in our vows that des- describe the good days and the bad days. So we're not committed just to, on the good days, I will get in the ice bath. Like <laughs> right. he's, that's basically what, what Scott's saying. On the good days, I'm going to do the things that I can do because I've got strength and courage, but rather it's every day. It doesn't matter. It's just the day. There's no good days or bad days. I am committed to doing what is good and right for the relationship. And so that, that could be marriage. And you're you're saying that the discipline does reveal the commitment. It reveals the commitment. Exactly. So that's what he said. He said discipline reveals the commitment. Right. And then, but he goes on to say that you have to your dreams. Right. And so I I don't think it's always your dreams. It could be, I've got a commitment to Susie's dreams. (laughs) I I have a commitment to what Susie has heard from God about a calling that she has in her life. Well, if she's got that calling and I'm connected to her, then in that connection, I have to also have discipline 
to help her along those times where maybe her, uh, you know, her courage or her uh, fortitude is failing. So we work together in those things. So if you've got friendships and some friends like, man, I've had difficult days at work or I got this really tough boss or I've got something else. Are you committed to this job? What does God want you to do in this job? Okay, well, then how can we discipline ourselves? How can we align ourselves to do the harder thing so that in the future, the better thing, the vision that God has for you is occurring? How do you hold on to that hope for the future? Because I think a lot of times we think, oh, well, you know, I don't really have a commit to this to the job, or I don't have, well, we first have to get to our calling. If we know our calling, then that commitment is Mm. realized in the discipline. So it kind of seems incomplete. Like discipline reveals the commitment you have to your dreams, callings, relationships. Maybe the list needs to be a little, little bit bigger than dreams. A little bit bigger. A little bit bigger than my stuff. Yeah. It's everybody's stuff around me. We yeah. we, we live in community. We live in God's uh, kingdom. And, and that all of that needs to be revealed in that statement. So yeah. yes, anything that's that's surrounding us, that God's called us to, that God is enjoining us with, uh, I think that that's that's the place that we want to reveal that commitment in discipline. Ultimately, commitment to Christ. Ultimately, commitment to Christ and wherever he's leading. Absolutely. I do really like his last sentence about the future you is depending on the current you to keep the promises that you made to yourself yesterday. Yeah. It, It reminds me, a friend of mine used to always say the phrase, a stitch in time saves nine. Mm-hmm. So like clean up as you go so that it's an easier job at the end, those kinds of things. And it makes me think about that kind of thing, that if I do this thing for myself, if I do this thing right now, then my tomorrow is going to be easier or better. If I do this thing in my relationship right now, then our relationship is going to be better in the next instant, in the next moment in the next week in the next year, these things are going to build and build and build. And so future us is dependent upon current us (laughs) to keep the promises that we've made and to work on the the areas of discipline that we have that that reveal those commitments that we've made absolutely and i think that if we think of it as teamwork and so that could be your marriage that could be your friends but if you're working together in tandem with christ then it's just like practicing basketball or baseball or any other sport you get better at it discipline actually helps you gain in skill, gain in courage, gain in the ability to see that, oh, I did this hard thing and there was a better tomorrow. And even if it's just a general tomorrow, it it, it keeps you at least on the same path, if not growing. And that's what we want. And, and Christ wants with us is to grow to be more like him. And therefore, if we're working together as a team, discipline will help us to get into that direction. So God is our coach. We're the players. We work with him. We listen to him. And we take his discipline in order to grow to be more like him. I like it. I would say the other thing that is interesting in his statement is it's not Christ-centric. You know, the future you is depending on the current you. Well, the current you is depending on Jesus. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) So he kind of skips a little bit of a step in here that we have, the current us has to depend on Jesus because we can't do discipline on our own. We've got willpower, (laughs) but real discipline, spiritual discipline, we know that that comes with the Holy Spirit. So put a little little, uh, caveat in there that it's our current us is incapable. Therefore, we must rely on the Holy Spirit to, to act out because it is one of the fruit of the Spirit, right? 
Yes. Self-control? Is self-control. that the one you're looking for? That's right. <laughs> so yes, yes self-control I, I, is I, discipline. Yeah. And I think that it's, I often see obedience to God as the more you do it, the easier it gets. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's like a lot of things are, you know, you talked about practicing basketball. The more I practice being obedient to God, the easier it is for me to be obedient to God. And granted, a more difficult situation can sometimes make it more difficult. True. But if I have a habit of doing that, if my if my heart posture is to say yes to him, and I do that consistently in small things, mm-hmm. then I think when a big thing comes along, it's easier to get to the yes, even if it is slower in coming, Right. if that makes sense. And I think I think that's excellent, Susie. I think that the application that that we would apply, that we've applied in our lives, and we would ask you to apply, is find something small to start with, some place where you need discipline. And that could be a spiritual discipline, a physical discipline, mental, emotional, um, knowledge-based. Do you need to study more? Do you need to do whatever? But do the thing that's a little bit hard, that that you push away, that maybe you're, it's not your favorite thing, but find at least one of those things. You can write down three, pick the pick the one that you want to do. But start today. Discipline yourself <laughs> by starting today. Start with that one thing. And if it is, um, I, I need to study more for the, because uh, I'm in college. Okay, well then how much do you need to study? 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Okay, that's every day. You put that on a calendar. That's your priority. You discipline yourself and you see the benefit for God's calling you to learn something Therefore, he is going to meet you in that discipline. And you pray for that. Meet me in this discipline. Meet me as I do this so that I can do the thing that you've called me to do. And if you're in a marriage, you know, maybe it's one of these I feel loved ones, right? So maybe I, Susie says, I feel loved when you text me before you come home. Okay, so that's going to be my discipline. That's going to be my focus this week. And I'm going to take that little thing and I'm going to write it on a piece of paper and stick it in the car or stick it on my phone. I'm going to make sure that I discipline myself every day to do that as a sacrifice because it builds a better today for Susie and for myself because this is the way God's calling us to move together in, in faith and in love. Amen. Amen. So Preach. good. So get after it. <laughs> Do some discipline. It's, Do some discipline. It's amazing how when you start doing it, it's not it, a bad word. It's not a bad word, and it really does reveal the commitment that you have. Because if you think that you're a committed person, and you really think, if, if you're it, not, it feels a little like faith without works is dead. Faith without works. Yeah. Like yeah. my commitment is is faith, and mm-hmm. my discipline is my works. Right. And so I show my faith. By my works. Right. I show my commitment by my discipline. Right. And if you need help, reach out to people around you. You don't have to do it alone. And if you need some creative ways to do it, DM us. Say, hey, I'm trying to do this thing, this this whatever. We'll see if we can help you. I mean, maybe we can, maybe we can't. But we want you to find somebody in your life that can help you to find answers and creative ways to be disciplined to do the things that you want to do and sometimes it's habit building sometimes it's you know doing something difficult with other people maybe it's conversations doing those difficult things strengthens your soul and your resiliency so that the next time it comes along you can do that as well and we know that you can so get out there put that discipline into action and tell us about it. Tell us what you've done yeah. and how it's affected you and how it's led you deeper into God's heart. Let's celebrate your victories. Absolutely. You want to pray for us, Sue? Yep, I'll do it. 
Father, we thank you so much that you give us hearts that can be committed to you, that you give us minds that want to know you and engage with you, and that you give us um, the ability to obey you and the desire to exercise discipline. Lord, we ask that you would increase this desire in us. We would want to exercise discipline to show the commitments that we've made. We just ask for your help and your guidance in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next episode. See you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. We hope that you liked what you heard and learned something that'll help you have impactful interactions with others. We think it's totally awesome that you're taking this time to invest in yourself and your relationships. We know it's sometimes easier to just shut the door and shut out the world, but you're doing the hard work of soul anchoring. So yay you, keep going. You've got this. If you're interested in our resources, in-person events, online courses, personal coaching, and the like, go to soulanchoring.com for more information. And when you have a spare minute, would you please do all the things for us? You know, follow our podcast, leave a rating and review, recommend it to your friends and family, and follow us on Instagram at soulanchoring. Okay, people, you are now ready to To people. people.